0: Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast with Hal Elrod. I'm your host Nick Falkuski and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you will learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He is the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning. A Hall of Fame business achiever, an international keynote speaker ultra-marathon runner and the founder of vipsuccesscoaching.com, Mr. Hal
1: Elrod. All right, Achieve Your Goals podcast listeners. How are you doing? This is Hal Elrod. And uh, today, well, I just, I said that really fast. Hey, this is Hal Elrod. Um... <laughs> Hey, it's Al. Uh, but no, today I'm excited to introduce you to a good friend of mine, a long time friend of mine. And when I say friend, I'm talking about like this guy, you know, we room together at events, you know, so like, we're you know, we've we've uh, slept not in the same bed, I don't think, but like the beds right next to each other. So um, you can hear him giggling in the background. But uh, this is my friend, John Rulon, and he actually has his first book coming out. And I don't know if I've ever seen anyone, you know, and I'm an author and I've had books come out. When when you finally write a book, it's like, it's a big deal, right? I mean, it's like, it's, a, it's like your whole life. You've always wanted to do it and it takes so much work. And then like your world revolves around this book and you're just like, you know, you're hoping people will like, you know, support it and help. And um, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody though, put as much uh, into a book as John has put into this book, and I I I mean that very sincerely, and when I say put as much into it, not just in writing it, but he's put a ton, he's invested so much in what went into being able to write it, in his expertise, I mean, he is the, he's world-class, one of the best, if not the best in the world at a very odd subject, uh, which is gift-giving. So he is the leading expert in the world on gift giving, but specifically... He, focus, I mean, he 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 can help anybody give really great gifts, but he really focuses on business people, entrepreneurs, business owners. That how do they give gifts to their employees that create uh, an amazing culture and retention and engagement? Uh, how do they? How do you give gifts to your clients that create you know repeat business and and really happy clients, raving fans, right? So how do you use gifts in a way that? are strategic and and win-win so that you add a lot of value for the people you're giving them to and... They remember you right now though you become a fixture in their mind so they do business with you they support you et cetera, et cetera. and not for the purpose of you know it's not manipulative but it's just simply making everything uh a win-win and in john's case he would focus on you know two wins for the other person and and whether or not a win comes back from him you'll see when you get to know john that you know that's not what he's concerned with it's, it's really just showing up in the world and adding as much value as possible uh and then having faith uh and trusting in the universe that that things will you know that'll they'll work out for everybody. So, um, before I bring John on, my background with John is I met him selling Cutco cutlery. So we got our start, you know, more than a decade ago selling Cutco knives. And what's crazy is that John came on the scene and ever. So I've told this story before how I you know I, I came on, I broke some records with Cutco. Then this guy John Bergoff, you know, our other friend and my business partner comes on, he breaks every record that I set. Well, then John Rulin comes on the scene and he breaks every record that John Bergoff set that broke every record that I set. And uh, John Rulin used to do things in the company, it was crazy. He would show up for a sales contest and he would not just be the number one sales rep, he would beat every other office at that conference. <laughs> Like, it was crazy. He would he would stand up there and he would sell more as a as one person than a team of like 50 or 100 sales reps. It was crazy. So anyway, um, I could go on and on. And without further ado, I'm going to bring him on. I want you guys to hear from the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. John Rulon. John, how you doing, buddy?
2: How, man? I'm uh, I'm awesome. I'm floating right now. dude. I feel like I'm uh, walking on water.
1: Dude, yeah, yeah. I don't, there was no script there. That was just, you know, <laughs> off the cuff. Free-flowing.
2: I, I, I thought you were going to start rapping and everything. Yeah, that dude, flow, that your, flow was good.
1: That's right. Um, no, I, I could. I could have. But so <laughs> I, before, before I – I want to just say this. So as I'm getting ready for our interview today, uh, I go to John's new book, giftologybook.com, which that's the name of his book, Giftology. Uh, phenomenal book uh, coming out. Uh, it, let's see. When we air this, it will already be out, I think. J- June 21st, is that the day that it comes out?
2: June 20th is when it came out so yeah when, when this goes live it'll uh, you'll be able to not pre it you 'll be able to go buy it immediately
1: Order it immediately on amazon june 20th giftology so giftologybook.com i 'm at the site though and i 'm scrolling down just kind of prepping for my interview with John which i'm like i don't what prep do I need to do I, you know, I know John really well, I know his interview, but you know I just want to make sure I, I, uh, I, i've got got everything uh, that he 's currently up to that I might not be aware of and i 'm scrolling down and I see a video. Testimonial from Darren Hardy and a video testimonial from Jeffrey Gittimer and a video testimonial from Shep Hyken and uh, you know Darren Hardy, the founder of Success Magazine. I I I was on I got on the Skype with John and I said, hey, I want to click play on this. I'm like, dude, does he actually like say your name in the video? <laughs> and uh, not only does he say John's name, but he he says what I said, which he is the best in the world at what he does. In fact. The text here says, if you want to win the hearts and minds of influencers and finally capture your dream clients, then read, study, and devour John's book, Giftology. And that's from Darren Hardy, the author and uh, former publisher of Success Magazine. So, John. How before you became this world renowned, you know, expert in gifting published in Forbes and Inc. and Entrepreneur Magazine, um, dude, how did you get how did you get started in this world of uh you know, in this in this expertise that I don't it's it's just it's not common. You don't see this a lot.
2: Yeah, well it wasn't based upon my upbringing. I grew up milking goats on a on a farm, um in Ohio. So and that, I was like you, that, was, right? that was just for
1: fun. Like you did that was right, it was just for fun?
2: <laughs> I wish it was just for fun. It, it uh, seemed like slave labor at the time. It was just horrible, but um, it taught me work ethic and it taught me what I didn't want to do in uh, in life, and and uh, motivated me to go do something else. So I, I didn't grow up in the country club, Silver Spoon, hanging out in you know um, in Massachusetts by Harvard or something. I grew up in Ohio, which is a great place to grow up. But I grew up uh, one of six kids and kind of an overachiever and. When I found Cutco, I uh, I was fortunate. I was dating a girl at the time. Her dad was an attorney. And I saw what I now call radical generosity being practiced by him. And And I saw him just do, like he was an attorney, but he made all of his money in like non-attorney related things. He seemed to like, he owned the banks in town and he owned all this other stuff, but he was always giving things away, no strings attached. And so I started to model my whole Cutco business and, and really cre- kind of created my whole philosophy around... You know this mentor type relationship of like being radically generous with people and loving on people not because you had to but because you wanted to and not because you want to manipulate them but be just be as a way of living and that's how i landed you know instead of ordering you know somebody ordering a a pairing knife i would sell a thousand pairing knives to somebody that would give it as a use it as an artifact or as a tool to uh to, to drive referrals and open doors and all these other things so i use cutco kind of as the delivery vehicle and then you know, of course, we've we've added other products and and you know deepened the strategies, but but really a lot of what I learned was uh, in the heart of Amish country of all places in Ohio, kind of a random place to learn high level gift strategies.
1: And you, I mean, and you parlayed that into um, gifting. Like your clients are, you've gone beyond just the Amish families in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, now Vitamix, Miami Dolphins, um, Orlando Magic, right? Chevron. I mean, you, you, you've got some major corporations that, that get their gifts from you, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We've worked with a lot of uh, a lot of, you know, from startup companies that are doing a million or two million bucks to companies that are doing 20, 30 billion dollars we've worked with. And, you know, um, the pro sports teams, you know, being a a sports lover and just loving competition athletics, you know, we we just landed, you know, the Cubs are really hot. We just landed them as a client last year and did it did a historic project where we took pieces of Wrigley Field, the locker room wood. And uh, we literally created 400 custom speakers, Bluetooth speakers made out of the wood from Wrigley Field for their 400 wow. most important relationships. And people like they came back and like, John, this is so amazing. But here's the challenge. What the frick are we going to give next year? Like, how, do you, <laughs> how do how do we do like how do we outdo this? Because literally the speaker company even said, like, we can't make wood. We can't make speakers out of like old wood from a locker room. And we're like, well, we, we, well, we said we were going to. So <laughs> we, we need to figure it out. So we, we actually just bought a supplier that uh, that helped us with this project because they were unfortunately they're they craftsmen but they they ran into some challenges financially and so we were able to uh, to buy the you know small company out of St. Louis and so we're now making our own leather bags our own it, really anything out of leather metal or wood we're able to create from scratch but nice. the first one of the first projects we worked with was was this company um, it, with the Cubs which is kind of a you know cool iconic kind of project um, so yeah we 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 have you know clients that 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 level to you know manufacturers that manufacture widget, widgets, but they care about people. I mean, really, at the end of the day, our whole business model is calling CEO, CEOs out and saying everybody says relationships are important, but how you actually show appreciation and gratitude to those people matters. And most people think that promotional products and dinners and you know bars of chocolate with their logo on it are gifts. And we're like, do you really feel? You really think that 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 company that spends you know, half a million dollars with you, do you really think they feel the love and appreciation when you send them like a polo shirt with a logo the size of a softball on it? That's not a gift. That's a promotional item. (laughs) So so really the whole book, Giftology, is like laying out our playbook of how a farm boy can get the attention of Darren Hardy. And the simple fact is we, it's it's these principles that we didn't necessarily invent them. We just kind of brought them back into style, um, you know, within the last 15 years.
1: So before we talk about, you know, what makes a great, gift like what makes a i mean just a, a one of a, a gift that's going to be memorable and last without having to you know dig up the wood from Wrigley Field um <laughs> which isn't scalable for our listeners um what makes a bad gift like wh- where do where do you know business people or entrepreneurs or companies or even just you know just individuals with their family i mean where do people mess up on gifts what makes a bad gift and and how are people doing it wrong so we can kind of handle that first and then we'll talk about how to do it right
2: yeah so i think um it, it, some of the principles really are universal in that like you know, how you would gift your wife, you know, Ursula, you know, it's uh, the same principles apply in business. So you have to determine, is this a marketing ploy? Is this manipulative? Or is this a gift? Um, And if it's a gift, a gift by its very nature is recipient focused. It's, it's about the person you're giving it to. So, you know, for you, like you can't go and give your wife, like to say you're, you love, you know, yeah, mowing, and you give your wife like a ten thousand dollar mower. Like you'd never do that because your uh, Ursula would be like, "Really, you think this is a gift? This is a gift for you, Hal. This isn't a gift for me."
1: I've but gotten it, her a few of those gifts for, <laughs> sweetie. I I got you a big an eighty inch TV. This is you can watch The Bachelorette on it. It's gonna be great.
2: She's like, I never watch TV. I I, I don't even watch it in that room. Why would you? That's not a gift for you. I got a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah. I I think as 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 guys, we do that in business. We say, oh, I got you this amazing whatever, and it's like it's not focused on the recipient. It's all about the brand. It's the brand's colors. It's the company's colors. Hmm. It's it's the company's logo. Not you know, it's the you know the 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 owner of the company's really into hunting, so he sends out hunting knives to everybody. Meanwhile, like some of his clients are freaking vegan they don't even eat meat so a a, one of the worst things you can do is make the gift all about yourself versus about the person you're giving it to whether personally or professionally and you know people if they're honest with themselves they make the gift you know it's it they they sent xyz because it was easy i just ordered on amazon well that's not what makes a great gift A gift is about the other person um and so engraving your logo or your name on it is is horrible like it's you never go to a wedding and get this nice Tiffany's vase for the couple, and in, and put compliments of Hal and Ursula Elrod. Like your your wife would be like, that's the tackiest, most unappreciative thing on the planet. But in business, we slap our logo on it. We don't personalize anything, and we send it out to people, and we're like, I don't. I don't understand why the gifts aren't working. Well, <laughs> they're not working because you're not giving a gift; you're giving a promotional item. Yeah. And so, if you want people to feel VIP and feel special, you have to make it about the individual. And so, most people make it about themselves. That's a huge, huge uh, no-no. And there's, you know, there's a list of eighteen I could talk about um, on the do not do gift uh, nice. list. But uh, but that's some of the the core.
1: So so let's go to the other side now, which is you know and you, I mean I think you touched on a little bit of it with the whole the you know the, some of the opposite of what you just shared is obviously what makes a, a great gift. But but what do you, you know? You have some ninja strategies around around buying for the wife of the influencer, which I which I've done with you know. By the way, for everybody listening, in, in full disclosure, I use John for all of my gifts. Like when I need a great gift, I. You know, I call John and I'm like, hey, John, hey, I, I want to appreciate this person. I want to really do something special for them. And he's like, I got you covered. And, you know, we were just at an event. Uh, I was at a Genius Network mastermind event and I realized that I had never sent Robin Sharma a gift after we filmed him for the Miracle Morning movie. And th- it, it was like two days from me seeing Robin and, I called John. I go, John, did we ever? Did I ever send Robin an event? And he goes, nah. Or I mean, a gift. And he said, nah. You never. You know, you never mentioned that. And he goes, don't worry, I got you covered. And like, you know, within two days, a custom leather bag and a leather portfolio with Robin's initials engraved. I'm like, how did you get something engraved and shipped and arriving to me in like two days? And you know, um, anyway, so. Uh-
2: only for you, how? You yeah. get the you get the the red bat phone. Um, all of, all yeah. your
1: clients listening are like, he told me he couldn't do that for me. What the hell? Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. uh, so, dude. So what? Yeah, what are some talk about some of your you know your ninja strategies, if you will, for incredible gifts?
2: Yeah, so I think that uh, in business, you know, you think well that that person's the client and they're into bourbon, or that client's the you know my biggest client and and they're into you know golf and they don't recognize that that person because they're an executive or director or whatever they're, you know, they're getting catered to all the time. Nice dinners, nice wine, nice drinks, nice food. You know, like we stayed in Ojai, like what, I mean it was like five star event together. Like we get cool things all the time and oftentimes our inner circle gets the worst end of us and the worst end of being in business. So they, you know, we travel in their way to hold down the fort. So our spouse gets the raw into the DR assistant has to deal with our crazy scheduling and and challenges and our kids that, you know, they have to deal with the same things. And so what we found is that 80% of the gifting that we do is targeted to the family in the inner circle. So the, the assistant, the spouse and the kids, one, uh, it's just more cost efficient because a dollar spent on them because they're not included in anything. It just goes further. Um, if I want to get the attention of like Darren Hardy, um, to get his attention without you know, alone, I have to spend thousands of dollars. But if I want to get his attention and I, I do something for Georgia's wife, I have to spend you know maybe a few hundred dollars and what's amazing is she became my sales advocate the whole reason that video got made and he'll tell you this he kind of alludes to it in the video if you go watch the video is the whole reason I'm making this video is because of what you've done for my wife um, and, uh, and and I've seen the same thing with assistants like I, I, I took care of the CEO of Orlando Magic his assistant and she ended up setting a meeting for like eight eight of the division heads when I was in town and we landed a six-figure deal because of one of those introductions. Why? Because I treated the assistant, I sent the exact same gift, or better, is what I sent the, the executive, CEO of Orlando Magic, um, I sent his assistant the same thing, or better, because I treated her like a peer. I didn't treat her like a pawn or a gatekeeper, all these other words. And I think that uh, it's a big misnomer to think, oh, all of my clients like golf. It's like, well, what are all your clients' spouses like? Or what are all your clients' assistants like? And what are you doing for them? Um, and so we, we are gifting targets, people that normally don't receive gifts and we don't do it in a manipulative fashion. We just say, I know that when somebody does something for my wife, Lindsay, like I'm way more likely to do business with them. My life is easier. Like I'm always appreciating her, but like she has a rough deal taking care of three kids under five and somebody did something for her and all my kids and my assistant while I was away and made me look like a freaking like star hero. And I, you know, out of all the people I'm going to take a phone call from or do do a favor for, guess who I'm going to reach out to? That guy. Yeah. Um. And so it's the inner circle is uh, it, I can't underestimate I can't understate how important it is,
1: dude. So the yeah, and I mean you um. You've helped me to do that, you know, to, to, to take care of not just the individual, but but the inner circle that, like you said, doesn't always get gifted. Um, another thing that I wanted to share, you had a, an amazing idea. Um, the uh, I, you know, I, I got a a cutco, a, a really nice cutco set for uh, James Altucher and uh, for being in actually. Similarly, being in the Miracle Morning uh, movie, the documentary, and I, uh, I had you that one. I thought ahead, and I had you send it out before I got there, so he would already have received it and set it on the counter before I even got out there. Yep. And your idea was brilliant. I was looking for, um, I think I was looking for like the James Altucher logo or something online. I got I go, dude, he's got nothing. Like, there's no logo. There's no, I don't know what to do. And you said, well, he's, you know, he's an author. He's a thought leader. Um, what, you know, he's got a lot of quotes. You know, probably popular, famous quotes, right? I said, oh, yeah yeah, that that's true. And you said, why don't you engrave one of his quotes on each of the knives? And I was <laughs> like, dude, that's amazing. You know, and, yeah. and here's the, the funniest part is uh, I, I get out there and I see this set of knives on the counter. And and I, I, I literally I really wanted to see how they turned out, you know, and I said, hey, do you mind if I if I check out the knives? He said, oh, yeah, thank you so much. What an amazing gift. You know, we've been we love those. We're using them. And I pull out the knives and I'm looking and he goes, "What? so what are you looking for? And I go, oh, I, I just want to see how the quotes turned out. And he goes, what quotes? And I go, oh, I, your quotes are on here. And so he, he had not even noticed. It, and this is a note to self that, you know, put it, put it in the car, yeah. you know, in the card right next time. But he, he just flips out like and then he had you on his show, right?
2: Yeah, he invited us on the podcast and was like, that's the, you know, he was flabbergasted with the... uh Yeah. Making the knives, you know, not a useful, you know, it's a useful gift, but making it all about him. Yeah. I mean, people's, you know, people's name and their their own, you know, he pours a lot of blood, sweat and tears into his book. So, you know, when you can take some somebody's art and incorporate it into the gift and part of the art that you're creating as the gift, it's it just uh, it goes from being a gift to being an artifact or an heirloom. Like there's no way that those knives aren't going to get passed down to his kids or grandkids. Like that's a part of who he is. Yeah. and, uh, it, you know, when you get a set of 30 knives that are handmade, like that's a pretty freaking cool gift. But the personalization element just takes it to, you know, 10 levels above.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For, for John, for you, or anyone listening, um, I also am an author and have a lot of quotes. <laughs> um, I do own Cutco knives, but I would love a set to hand down to the kids because they have all my quotes on them. Um,
2: Dude. I think I'm taking care of that with luggage and a few other things in the meantime. But I'll, I'll keep. I will make a note in your no, file. No, I'm a bottomless
1: pit of receiving radical <laughs> generosity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've sold uh, me so much on the concept of radical generosity that I just I I want more and more and more of it. You, you um, no, it I love it. So before we before we talk about the book, I want you to. Sh- I'd love for you to take a few minutes and share one of my favorite stories that really exemplifies how thoughtful you are around gift giving and how outside the box you think and how far you're willing to go to really, uh, wow somebody with a gift. And that is the Cameron Harold story, which famously was told uh, at uh, mastermind talks a couple years ago, which was the first time I think I'd heard it. And I, you know, I was blown away. So would you mind sharing that story with our listeners?
2: Yeah. So I, I, my, I qualified for EO entrepreneurs organization like eight, nine years ago. And I, I just barely qualified. I go to this event, it's their university and there's, the, the organization has like twelve thousand CEOs, top you know ranked around the world, and this event had twelve hundred. So I went there like feeling green and shy. Like I was just like, "What the heck? Do I even belong here?" And I remember going to one of the breakouts and and hearing Cameron for the first time. And it was like one of those standing room only, and like he's talking about one you know, eight hundred got junk, how they went from like two million to 120 million, and 5,000 articles written about him in five years, and on Oprah. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, a junk company on Oprah. This guy's a genius." So it was at that point, like, and I'm sure everybody has had this moment where you're like, if I could only have him as like a mentor, an advocate, a client, like my business would change forever. And, and I'm sure people have had that where they've met somebody and like, oh my gosh, this could be a game changer. That was how I felt. And, and so I went, to, waited in line for like an hour to, to get to, you know, to say hello. And f- I found out in the line that he was going to come to Cleveland to speak. I was still living in Cleveland at the time and to our chapter. And so I, I went up to him and said, hey, great message. Amazing. I hear you come to Cleveland. What are you going to do in, t- in your town? He's like, oh, the dollar's weak. Um, and so I'm going to buy a bunch of stuff. I'm from Canada. And I said, oh, I, I'm thinking in my head, maybe this is the angle. And I'm like, where where at? Where are you going to shop? And he's like, my favorite store in the world is Brooks Brothers. And on the, off the top of my head, I'm just like, this is my angle. I'm going to take it. And I said, what's your shirt size? I want to send you a shirt. I'm a Jose Bank guy. And he looks at me like this bewildered like look of like, has this guy got a man crush on me? Like, this is... <laughs> This is just kind of like weird, like within two minutes to ask somebody's shirt size. And, uh, but he, he played it cool and said, you know, what it was. And, and we went on that, you know, and I said, what else are you going to do when you're in town? And he said, nothing. I'm probably just going to hang out. And I said, well, I got Cavs tickets. LeBron's in town. It's opening night. You want to go to dinner and a ball game? And you could tell, like, like he's going to be asked this 100 times throughout the year. So dinner and a ball game isn't going to like be, you know, it's like what everybody does. And so that wasn't going to be the angle. And so uh, I didn't have the the kahunas to do it at first. And because my business partner, I just sold half the business to. And, you know, Rod, he's like conservative. As, yeah, conservative would be a light way of describing it. Like <laughs> he's the CFO. I'm definitely the C, I'm definitely the crazy visionary. And he's the one that makes sure we actually make money eventually. Yeah. And um, and so I had this idea. And he's like, dude, you're crazy. That's we can't do that. And, and it, the morning of Cameron starts texting me like I'm not gonna, sure if I'm going to make dinner or I'm going to miss part of it. And I'm like, Rod, we have to do this. And uh, he's like, all right, dude, you're either like a genius or you're just insane. And, and, and this is going to come out of your draws if it doesn't work, <laughs> uh, basically is what he said. And so I drive up to, you know, five hours before he lands, I drive up to Brooks Brothers up in Cleveland and I put down the Amex, like my hand shaking, I'm sweating profusely. <laughs> and, uh, and, he, and I'm like, I want one of everything in this size right here, like jackets, shirts, pants, everything and uh the whole fall collection and the junior sales such as like yeah you're right you're like you're joking right and i'm like oh, gosh i wish i was <laughs> and uh so he like they line everything up they and they total it up and they run the, the amex and it's seven thousand dollars and i'm like oh my gosh this better work <laughs> so then i run over to the the, the ritz and i actually GM, i'm like hey you have a vip he's one of the top business coaches in the world coming into town do you want to do something really over the top and of course it's the ritz they say yes and so we merchandise this whole room to look like a Brooks Brothers store. Jackets here, pants over there, shoes. And I'm downstairs waiting, like having a drink, like probably a double if I remember right. And <laughs> I'm just, I'm literally like, I have a pit in my stomach. Like, it's either going to work and be like historic, or, or it's like I'm going to crash and burn. And I was leaning towards crashing and burning at the time. And um, and he he checks in. You could tell like, why did I ever agree to this dinner? And I'm like, hey, go take a shower. Like, it's been a travel day from hell, like, who cares if we miss half the game and he comes back down about 25 minutes later and his eyes are the size of silver dollars and there's a glow around him and you know Cameron like he's tall skinny like he's just like vibrant sure and he's like John I had a lot of people do really cool things for me and I thought like the the four seasons remembering my name and having a bottle of water and a towel waiting for me after <laughs> I went for a jog was amazing I've called authors texted pictures whatever you want to freaking talk about he didn't say frickin'. For as long as you want to talk about it, I'm all ears. He's like, I've never had anybody treat me this way. And you know, fast forward eight, nine years, like he's done more than I could have done with ten million dollars in advertising. He opened up doors with the president of Starbucks, and and he's re, you know recommended me and talked about me on stage at events like mastermind talks. Like he's become one of the. Not only is he a close friend, I got invited to his 50th birthday party and wedding, and um, he's become. I didn't become get invited to
1: his what?
2: Dude, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't it's get in set- the
1: Brooks bro- Brothers fall yeah, yeah, line. Oh, I
0: got it.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's... Uh, and, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners are like, John, that's great, but I don't have 7 G's laying around and my business partner, my business plan doesn't accommodate that. The funny part is um, the entire experience didn't cost me seven grand or even 3500 It cost me nothing. Because Cameron came to me afterwards and he picked out what he wanted and and the rest went back to Brooks Brothers. I had that arrangement. Um, he said, John, I'm, here's the deal. I'm either going to write you a check for 30% more than I think that it costs, or you're going to tell me and I'm going to write a check for that amount. But what you did, the experience, the personalization, the, just how you treated me was the gift. I can't let you pay for the product on top of that as well. So the entire experience, everything out the door cost me nothing. And the, the fruits that I've reaped as a result of that gifting experience um, you know, paid just insane dividends.
1: So here's what I love about this. So like, that's an example of years, you know, probably more than a decade of you investing your time and energy and creativity into gifting, right? And if I'm listening to that story, which you know I am, but I I know it. But if I'm hearing it for the first time, I'm like, wow, this guy is great. But yeah, this is. It's not even that the cost would be overwhelming. It's more like the I don't even know where to begin the thought process around. (laughs) gifting this way. And so that's what I love about why me or other all of everyone that knows you has been like, dude, you've got to put your philosophies and strategies into a book that makes it simple and concrete and, and and scalable and step by step that anyone can take their gifting, whether it be personal or professional, um, to you know to to a whole new level. So they become more memorable and and they make a bigger impact in the lives of the people that matter to them, whether those are their clients or their employees or their you know family members or whatever. So, dude. Tell us about giftology. Tell us about you know. Wh- tell us about this book and and who you know who's it for and, and what are they going to get out of it?
2: Yeah, so I mean, the, you're right. There are a lot of people who are like, you know, how do I do this? You know, like I can't afford to hire you. And and a lot of times people hear that story and they're like, well, I don't have a hundred grand, so I can't hire John. And the simple fact is, I have financial advisors that are clients that you know do gifts for their top twenty to fifty relationships every year. Or you know, I have small companies, I have large companies of clients. I mean, we're we're able to scale up or down. Uh, but there's still some people that they want to do it on their own or they're just getting started or they can't, you know, they, they, they just they need a playbook. And so really, the giftology is our playbook. It's I did the research. I, we hired a Ph.D. from Wharton to to actually like do research on, you know, the history of gifting. And the funny thing is, I mean, you look like even in the Bible, you know, like I, faith is really important to me. And in and, and Proverbs written by Solomon, like, you know, like 3000 B.C., um one of the uh one of the the proverbs is a gift uh, uh proverbs eighteen sixteen. a gift ushers the the giver into the presence of the great like gifting has been around for you know two thousand five thousand ten thousand years it's not a new idea and in fact most people in those cultures and if you go to asia or other places you give a gift based upon the value of the relationship you don't give like a trinket or a token like i hate the word token like I wish everybody would ban the word like a token of appreciation. Like, would you ever (laughs) say, like, how our relationship is a token? Like, you're a token person. Like, nobody wants to be a token. And yet we use words that, like, completely devalue the relationship. And so the book really, it it talks about the why it works and the reciprocity and Robert Cialdini and kind of goes into the science science of it. Um, the psychology of it. And then from there, it's like, OK, like, John, you prove that it, it's it matters and you prove that it, it, it counts. Um, how do you do it? And then we walk through like the do's and don'ts, the questions to ask yourself, the the playbook, the examples, the stories, the how much should I spend? What about industries that have limits? All of that, you know, that I've been talking about for 15, 16 years like this isn't like. You know, I became an expert in the last six months because I just, you know, put my mind to it, and and you know, I went to a Tony Robbins conference and said, oh, gifting is my thing." Like, it, we've been doing this for a long time, and we fell in on, you know, fallen on our face and had things go wrong, and and we've learned a lot, and and uh, and so really, everything that we have is poured into uh, to gift knowledge. There's not going to be like. A giftology two next year and then a giftology three. Now maybe we, we follow your playbook and we create a giftology specifically for financial advisors or a giftology, but we tried to put as concrete of a game plan in there. So whether somebody's in startup mode and trying to get mentors and investors or whether somebody's been you know, handed a third generation business and it's like how do we you know like we have these amazing relationships and maybe things have gotten stale. Um, we really feel like gifting is one of those things. That the benchmark is so low. That if you just get like mediocre at gifting, like it can radically change your relationships because most people suck at it. I mean, it's horrible. And so, you know, giftology is the uh, is you know the all-in-one kind of playbook. I
1: love it. I love it. And so the best place to get it is Amazon.
2: Yeah, you can go to Amazon and order, you can go to giftologybook.com, which uh, we actually created we believe in the philosophy enough. I mean, our core business is gift strategy and logistics. We make good money off of consulting and and shipping. You know, guys like you that want to send out, you know, amazing gifts. Like our business is solid. Like we don't need to make money from the book. Um, you know, if we do, great. It just give us the opportunity to give more gifts and be more generous with charities and, and do more things with our families. But um, but we we literally like want the message, kind of like James Altucher put out there that we just want people to read it. And if somebody buys the book and reads it and can prove that they read it and, and they can actually email me at, at I read Giftology at Gmail. They just prove that they read it within the first three months. I'll give them their money back. If they hated it and I wasted their time, I'll gift them. You know, we're giftology and we're talking about radical generosity. I will gift them their next book for free. That's how confident we are in the principles in the book. And uh, we really want people not to have like a stack of like Gary Vaynerchuk and James Altucher. Like there's everybody has a stack of books. I want people to buy it and actually read it and do it um, because how we show gratitude to people, I mean, everybody responds relationship wise based upon how they feel. And I think a lot of people are walking around feeling underappreciated from their spouse, their employees, their managers. And I really think this book has the opportunity to really change how people feel in their relationships. And if that happens, my, you know, my daughter who's 5 we'll talk about her dad helps people love on people. And you know, this book is part of my legacy and I, I really want people to take it and put it into action. It's not a vanity book. It's not a, you know, lead generation book, although those things may happen. It's a, I hope people take it and go do something. And uh, and if they do, then I, I can't wait to hear the byproduct and the fruit of what uh, of what loving on people well you know will do for you know the relationships they have.
1: Well, man, I've I've experienced the byproduct of it firsthand, and, and it's a result of your influence in my life, man. So thank you so much,
2: dude. How thanks uh, thanks for for bringing me on and sharing me with your tribe, dude. What uh, what you've built and the, what I love about you is that the person you're on stage and the the person I know like the the silly. Crazy how that we hang out at, at conferences. Like, dude, your generosity uh, as a uh, as an entrepreneur is, dude. You you've blazed the trail even beyond some of my Fortune 500 companies clients. You're uh, dude, you're living it. So th- to come on your show and share this with your audience is uh, is a true honor.
1: Thank you, man. I thought you were gonna say I was just obnoxious off stage as I am on stage, but <laughs> I like what you said way better. Um, well, man, no, I, I did. I appreciate uh, you and, 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 and the way you show up and, and loving on people is, is what you do and you do it well. So anybody listening, achieve your goals, podcast listeners, if you haven't already gone to Amazon, which I imagine most of you are there, it's in your shopping cart, you're, you're checking out, but, uh, go get giftology, um, get it for you, you know, get it for a friend, etc. But, uh, it, you know, it, it, the name, I think that just like subconsciously, uh, john people are going to want to buy this as a gift for other people like it just it just how could you not you know i
2: i hope that's uh i hope that it ends up being the case uh, there there are there are barter barter packages if somebody wants to buy more than one but uh
1: and by the for that because i actually am personally curious i saw our buddy john kane bought like 325 copies and i was like oh how do i get more than one because i'm going to give you know at least at least you know start with a few dozen or something what where do i where do we get the bulk packages
2: Yeah. If you go to giftologybook.com, there's a uh, there is a barter page that you can click on and you get different bonuses based upon, um, you know, know, buying 10 or 50 or 100 or whatever else. So um, you can just email us directly if you have a barter that's not on there. You're like, hey, I'd love to bring you in to speak or whatever else we can. We can work out details on that, too.
1: Beautiful. Cool, John. Well, love you and appreciate you, buddy. And Achieve Your Goals podcast listeners, I love and appreciate you. Thank you for your time and energy. And I uh, hope you get a copy of John's book, Giftology. And let us know. Let me know. Um, how, you know, Implement the strategies and, and watch how it transforms your relationships with the people around you and, and therefore really enhances your own quality of life and, uh, and your bottom line, which is a cool byproduct as well. So uh, I love you, everybody. And we will talk to you next
0: week. Take care. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. So now we want to know what were your big takeaways from this episode. Simply head on over to hellelra.com slash 131 for episode number 131. And just leave a comment there on the show notes page. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to hellelrad.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button, and then if you would, please leave a rating and review, because rating and reviews truly are the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show, because they help more people find out about the podcast and decide this is the one for them. So now, until next week, it's time to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals.